pray that you would speak your words through my words to every heart, the way they need to hear it, the way they've been hoping to hear your voice, God. I pray that you would speak to each heart the way that they need to hear it tonight. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Um, Chris was starting worship and talking about how we're going into learning about wholeness. And one of the things about wholeness that I feel so drawn to is authenticity because to be a whole person, you need to know and love the person that you are making whole. And um, authenticity is something that I just feel so passionate about because authenticity is something that I did not have an easy time finding in my life. Because probably like a lot of you, um, early on in my life, uh, there was a moment or multiple moments where I was my authentic self and it was ridiculed or it was made fun of and it was excruciating. And so from an early age, I just learned that, okay, you don't be your authentic self. You you shove that away. And um, my new method was how do I just make myself, uh, how do I make everyone like me? So how do I just kind of form myself in just the right way that I can get people to like me? Because being actually who I am is not good enough and it's actually painful. So let's avoid that and let's just uh, try and find as many people that I can to think that I'm awesome. And so then began a very early like crafting. How do I craft myself in such a way that I can get people to like me? And truthfully and painfully, I had, I had that mentality for far too many years of my life. And painfully because finally I came to the realization of like, oh wait, but I can't make people like me because I can't control what other people think. Even if I change and craft myself just enough, I actually can't control it. So there I was again in, in moments of pain of, and now I don't even know who I am because I'm trying to be someone for someone else and they don't even like me. So it was backfiring again and it was again this like, okay, that didn't work. And then there was the question of like, well maybe authenticity is just being confident. So I need to find the thing that I would like most to do that I would, of course I'd be confident about this. So I put on this hat and I'm like, maybe I can be this and I'll just be confident about it. Or I'd put on this hat, I'm like, maybe I can just be this. Again, it was, it was crafting myself, but now for the motivation of like, maybe this will make me love myself. Maybe this will make me love myself. But all of it was so hard to own because it wasn't actually me. It was me trying to be something. Later on, aren't you so glad that you just keep getting older and wiser and the Lord just helps you walk away from the pain and uh, mistakes of your life? But I guess that's just growing up. You just learn as you go. Anyways, so thankfully, the Lord was like, no, 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 no. Stop all that authenticity is honesty. But wait, that's the very thing that got me into this mess. Me being who I actually am, that's where the pain started. That's where the ridicule started. That's where actually me changing who I was started. And he says, no, authenticity is you being absolutely honest. And 
Jesus. He has a verse to back it up. In 2 Corinthians 12, 9 through 10, I have read this so many times or heard this so many times in my life, but yet never has it stuck. But I am, that is why I am here today to hope that I can make it stick and, and, and speak a truth to you that I wish that I had so many years ago. Um, in that authenticity is honesty and what actually the Lord does with our honest self. Because here's the reality too, is that it is incredible when you get to do relationship with someone who you are your authentic self and they celebrate it or they embrace it or they love it. That is incredible. But actually the first and most perfect person who can handle your authenticity is the Lord. So we need to start there. So 2 Corinthians 12, 9 through 10, it says, But he said to me, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses, so that Christ's power may rest on me. That is why, for Christ's sake, I delight in weaknesses, in insults, in hardships, in persecutions, in difficulties. For when I am weak, then I am strong. This would be really easy if all of our honest thoughts about ourselves are like, I'm awesome. There's nothing I don't like about myself. There's nothing I feel shame about. There's nothing I wouldn't want anyone ever to see. But that's not where most of us are at. That's not where I was at. So that's where he's saying boast in your weaknesses because, I mean, it can be hard, but it's pretty easy to boast about the things that you love about yourself, you know? But he's saying boast about your weaknesses, those things that you feel so much shame about because uh, they were, they've been ridiculed or people have made fun of or they've, you've tried and it's just been mocked or brushed aside. Those things that feel like your weak points that's where he says authenticity starts. He's saying boast about it. Like boast, that's like a big word. That's not like me over here, like how do I maybe I just hey I I think I I think I'm afraid. No, he's like, I'm afraid. I am angry. I don't like doing that, or I really like doing that over there. Hey, I'm this kind of way. Hey, I talk like this. Hey, I walk this way. He's saying boast about it because he says, then my grace and power can rest on you. Authenticity is you being your absolute all of yourself and feeling the power of the Lord rest on it. The power of the Lord. So not even the love of myself, not even the love of another person, but the love of God, like the acceptance and honor of God seeing yourself that you're like, I can't, I can't show that. Him seeing it and saying like, like I just see his smile in reading this. Like he's like, yes, that. And then he's like, let me just come on in here. And he's like, let me rest on you. Not let me like, oof, really? That? He's like, that's it. Because the thing is, is that the Lord values authenticity so much because it's honest. The Lord 
would take your sinful thoughts, your shameful mind, your weak body, anything that we would deem as like, but that is the worst of the worst. He would take that over a mask of, I'm fine, I've got all together, I can do these great things. He would take the worst of the worst way more than the up top here because he can actually then rest his power on it. When it's what you think to present, he can't, he can't work with that. He can't, like, he can't actually come in and, f- and fill you up. He can't actually come in and rest on something. He's saying, your weakness is actually what I rest on. So it's actually the perfect combination for authentic- on- authenticity. Because we get to be all of who we are, and then get God gets to come, and it's the perfect recipe for God meeting us and filling us up. And here's the thing, too, with being authentic with God. Being authentic with man is very important as well, but that's why it's so amazing and important to start with being authentic with God is because his grace, why his grace is so powerful. I heard Randy Clark describe grace this way, is that it's, an, it's a holy enablement. Grace is not the like, how do I put this? Grace is not the thing that, like, like, so you bring your weakness to the Lord. You say the thing you're most shameful about, the, most, the thing you're most afraid of being or whatever. And grace is not, I love you, just, just come here and, and you, don't have to, you don't have to change anything of who you are. You don't have to change. It's okay. Like, let's just keep on sinning. It's great. Like, let's come on. Let's go. I've got you. That's not grace. Grace is a holy enablement. So he actually comes and he's like, I see that and I love you. I love everything that you've just brought before me. But now let me just pick you up. So he does it. He comes and picks you up and he's like, but I have better plans for you. And he's like, come over here. This is who you are. This is who you are. That shame you've been walking in, that fear you've been walking in. Now let's fill you up with my power and not let you stay there in fear and shame where you feel, it feels, because that's the thing about like, we've been learning a lot about emotions. Unprocessed emotion is what, ca- is what um, captivates you, is what keeps you bound and actually not free in who you are. And that false grace mentality of like, oh, I'm going to see it, but we don't need to do anything about that. Like, thanks for sharing, but you're good. Just stay right where you're at. Grace, this holy enablement, is when you bring your full authentic self and you process that with the Lord, and then he's like, awesome, let's fly. And it's like, and let's fly. We're not going to stay down. We're not going to stay in this place where you're just going to always live in shame or you're always going to live in fear. You're always going to live in this place of like, but I'm just, I'm so ashamed of who I am. He's like, no, I need to see that first so that I can rest on it, and then we can fly. He's the perfect one. He's the perfect one to bring our authentic selves to. In um, Colossians 1.17. It says, He is before all things, and in him all things hold together. That's not the verse I wanted to read. Hold that thought. That's a good one, too. Here it is. Isaiah 46, 4. 
even to your old age and gray hairs, I am he. I am he who will sustain you. I have made you, and I will carry you. I will sustain you, and I will rescue you. All those attempts at authenticity that I was placing on myself, like, how do I just, how do I, how do I get people to like me, or how do I just be confident, like, almost just this, like, conjuring up of authenticity did not sustain me, and it was not sustainable. I could not carry that on for the rest of my life. It, in fact, it led me down a path that was really, really sad. But the moment that I embraced and was just honest with my sadness, with my, um, my fear of the things, my f- a lot of my um, hang up on authenticity was so afraid of becoming something I didn't want to be. So I crafted the image of what I wanted to be to avoid the thing that I was afraid of becoming, which the reality is was the thing that the Lord was asking me to become, was the thing I was most afraid of becoming. So I was terrified of that. So I kind of tried to like charge my own authenticity, but the Lord was just like, Lana, you're over here. This is your authentic self, this thing that you're most afraid of becoming or think that if you embrace this or if you admit this about yourself, you're going to crumble or um, people really won't like you or all the things. But it was the minute I turned and I was like, I think this is who I am. The Lord's like, yes. And like literally my whole life since I was, I mean, my whole adult, like young adult and then adult life, was always this search of like, but I just want to find my thing. I just want to find my thing. Like, who am I? What is my place? But I kept trying to figure it out on my own instead of embracing who I was. Because that's the thing about authenticity. Authenticity is not trying to find the thing that you would most like to be. Authenticity is the wrestle with and the embrace of who you actually are. And then letting God's grace touch that. And then it's like when you, that's the thing. is like when you see someone who is authentic, you're like, whoa so authentic. It's like you could say anything to them and they just like they're untouchable. Like what is that? That's God's grace. That's what it looks like. That's what it looks like. When when someone is so sure of who they are, it's scary because you can, you can, like I said, you can try and fake it. You can try and fake it. But when you see and you're like that, how do I do that? It comes from God's grace. That is what produces authenticity that is honest and it's full and it's rich and it's sustainable because it's his grace that sustains it. So we're going to go into some question and answers. Um, I'm going to let you pass it out real quick because there's one thing I want to add to one of the questions. Um, but so you're going to go into a time where um, you're going to do, you're going to answer your questions, you're going to have some discussion, and then if you're like me, I mean, this is probably going to bring up points of ministry, and so don't be afraid to ask for prayer in this, but honestly, this place of even questions in this, in this arena, the, the way that I found my authentic I mean, I think we'll continue to always find our authentic selves. I think it will be a forever 
journey, but I think these first moments of finding true authentic uh, authenticity with the Lord was through these types of like honest questions with him where I had to be quiet enough. I had to be quiet long enough to face the reality of it. I had to be alone and quiet long enough to allow myself to be so honest. And that's the thing with this. It's like, be as honest as you can be. Um, so the second question, it says, if you were honest about your true self, what would it sound like? I want you to add, and what would you do? So just add that on there. And we're going to head into that right now. <laughs> 